0: This is the Oil & Gas Startups Podcast, where we showcase emerging technology and the stories of industry founders, investors, and leaders, with your hosts, Jake Corley and Colin McClelland. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. Uh, We just got halfway through and realized we didn't press record. So
1: Wait, we've recorded this show since, I don't know, two and a half years now, and not once have we ever forgot to hit the record button on our we're all warmed up so, now though. We're yes. all warmed up. So we get halfway through this podcast and I go to check the levels and I was like, shit, we're not recording. I'm just so. glad you I'm glad you caught it when you did. Anyways. But anyways, we're
0: sitting here with uh with our buddy nee Nee, you are the incoming chair for SPE Gulf Coast chapter. Right. And I can't pronounce your last name, but we're just gonna say nee for now.
2: Yeah I just go with Knee man. nee baby. <laughs> Let's make it happen, knee,
1: knee so we were laughing because, uh, Nee came in here and if you know anything about me, you know, that I've had a storied past with SPE online and just like friendly, like, I don't hate the SPE, but people think I hate the SPE and I don't. It's just like, look, when you're, when you're the small guy, you gotta, you gotta punch up. Right. And so you gotta go attack the incumbents. But anyways, Nee came in here and he's like, Oh, you're not as bad of a guy as I thought you're going to be. So, uh, you guys had linked up over at the Canon and started talking and ex- really excited what you're doing at the SBE uh, you know I think that just the industry as a whole man we got a lot of cool people coming in and taking mm-hmm. senior level positions and so I think that there's a lot of cultural shifts happening and yeah. we can dive into those but want to know about you first tell us about your background I know you were at NOV but give us the life story man I want to hear it all
2: man thanks for having me on the show man yep it's it's it's, it's an honor to hang out with you guys today. Hey. It's so funny. We,
0: we realized that every the longer we talk, like how many mutual friends we have right. and how the hell did it take us this
2: long to, I know, to get like, to like sit down with you? I'm going hanging out with Sid, Moji, right, and i right. right. yeah, I'm man. Like, those, those are all those are my boys. boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Moji, Abuji, those those are my boys, man. Yeah, so real quick, me, my name is Ni. I just go with Ni, right? So I just make it simple and short and simple for everybody. <laughs> so born and raised in Ghana, you're right. It's a small country up in West Africa, but came out here to college. So I did a 2-3 program. I did two years at Truman State in Missouri, and then I finished up in Minnesota, Mankato. So background degree in electronic engineering technology. Okay. And then moved out in New York a little bit of hustle. Then moved out to Houston in 2010. And to me, it's been a blessing. I call this place home, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I love what I do, and you know, I've been fortunate to be part of those ADG. Energy industry has, has been good to be, you know. So moved out here in 2010, had a low stint in the slot machine gambling industry. Yeah. So I used to fix the circuit boards. I had a low shop, two, three people. So 2012 sold out. I just wanted to get a corporate. So yeah. I went to NOV. My old boss, Greg, he gave me the chance, gave me the shot.
1: Yeah. How did you, you go from working on circuit boards for slot machines to getting to NOV?
2: Man, it's, it's, it's a long story there. So at that point in time, I wanted something different, and I wanted to do something more with my, how do you call it, degree anyway. And I wanted something more with a structure in it, thinking about that. But I've always had that entrepreneurship knack in me, right? Just like enjoy the startup space, build stuff, you know. So I thought about, but I've always been also somebody that, honestly, I always take a step backwards, think about it, say, okay, what's happening? What can I do differently? And I'm a big believer in social network. You know, like, just like if you guys. Mm-hmm. So I I realized I didn't go to a You know, I didn't go to UT. I didn't go to the schools down here. And I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to make a move into this oil and gas. And one of the cool things was at that point in time, Ghana discovered oil. Like, I discovered oil. And the movie Big Man was out by Brad Pitt, mm. you know. Yeah. And I'd seen the guy that came up with them, Like, the guy that discovered the oil, Jojo Usu, shout outs to him. You know, he ended up making quite a good amount of money. You know, yeah. so... It's like, hey, let me get into this industry. There's a lot of more. But I wasn't petroleum. I was electrical. So I sat back and I said, hey, how am I going to be able to get into this, in this industry if I didn't go to A&M, if I didn't go to UT? Like, you know, the typical Texas Tech, the typical networks around that. So people weren't even utilizing LinkedIn by then. But I got on LinkedIn. And I just came up with a little paragraph. My name is this, degree in that. And I showed it to, like, I wake up in the morning at 100 people, you know. Yeah. 75, I said, and then I sent them the low paragraph. Man, within a period of three weeks, I had three offers on the table. That's awesome. And, man, like, you know, what's her name? It was, her name was Rebecca Tanner. Rebecca Tanner at NOV reached out and said, hey, I got your message. you want to come in for an interview? So uh, I had an interview with at Slumberjay down in Sugarland. Yeah. And while I was heading, interview at Slumberjay went really well. And then I went to NOV after that in, the, in, in Conroe. And I remember so when my boss, Greg, was. he said, hey, you're going to be working on the next Google of the oil and gas industry. And that was a wide drill pipe. Then so, I was sold. So as G gave me more money, but just like, you know, just the cool, I was like, hey, this, this tech, I'm excited. <laughs> so Greg sold me on that job, you know? Yeah. And then I moved out to Conroe, moved out to the spring and then it was the rest of history. But I enjoyed the team out there, man. They were great guys, you know. Shout out to my boss, Double A. He's a big run MC font, man. He's like oh, an yeah. old <laughs> guy, yeah, man. Cool guy, Double A, shout out to him. Shout out to Zeb, shout out to Robert. Those guys took me as a little brother. They were very, very, very seasoned engineers. But they took me under their belt, and man, they taught me, it. you know, they they made, man, we made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes anyway, but they trained me up. They said, yeah. hey, it's okay to make mistakes in way, right? And in our industry, when you screw up, it kills a lot of people. So you, yeah. you want to be able to know that. But at the same time, you coming out, bouncing back from your mistakes is what makes you, you know, what makes you a real yeah. man. So, yeah. They showed me the trade, you know, design boards. And shout out to Pursune, the firmware guy. He, he will do some really cool firmware. We always gave him a lot of, you know, like a lot of heat for just, but he, good guy, good team out there, man. So we did that. And then, you know, I know we had acquired a company called Intellicent, the wide row pipe. Okay. But we, our goal was to build a six, three quarter base tool that tied to that to measure the download drilling dynamics, right? So yeah. we had mm. a bit, talk a bit, all that closed loop automation system, right? Yeah. So that's kind of nice. It was more of like yeah. a research project. I know we did pretty well there, so the business expanded. So I did that for two years. We had, you know, variations of the tool. That went to like MWD, real-time MWD. I think there was one that tied into M- Matt Paul's, all the, you know, variations of it, with different sizes, you know? So we did that for two years and I told him, I was like, hey, I want to see more action. So I left the team and I moved to the field group. That's more of the SME from the tool to the support. And, you know, Richard Hewlett, shout out to him. He was the one that gave, he was like, hey, I see more in you than that. So he gave me the chance to go that. And Tony, Tony Ping, like, hey, you come 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 work with us, you know. So I went to that group and then, you know, but my goal was to travel with the team to the field and support the team whilst learning about drilling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you spent a lot of time on drilling rigs?
2: Yep. 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 So we did some tests at Ketusa. Yeah. We did some work in the Eagle Fort. You know, I so spent some time in the Eagle Fort up in Pennsylvania, right around Ohio. Did yep. some work there. There's some work, did a lot of work in the bucket. Yeah. And then, you know, had a stint in Latin America, Argentina, Middle East, did some work in the Middle East a little bit. Norway, we did some work in Norway, and also Angola. Nice. So I had a chance to travel and world see. World traveling, yeah, yeah. no, I had a chance to see see the world, see operations, you know. Yeah. Just learn, learn the business, you Learn know. the business, man. Picking From up tools the toes, field up, man. Picking up tools <laughs> two, three in the morning. We were <laughs> yeah. fun, man. Yeah. Spent a lot of time. Before I know we had the test rig up in Kitusa. We spent a lot of time up in soda, We spent a lot of time up in Kitsikitsa. Yeah. And at the beginning of the test rig, we spent a lot of late nights up at the test rig too, testing tools. You know? Yeah. And yeah. 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 I
1: remember picking up tools two, three o'clock in the morning, you got to wake up from your nap and you're all groggy and you go pick up tools and run them. And that's, yeah. that's the drilling life.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I remember those days, man, just trying to, trying to get, I did, trying to get to the pay zone, you know, yeah. how do you call it? Making sure you're, your, your GTFs and MTFs were coming in, you know, yeah. all the all that good stuff. Yeah. It's good times.
1: So where are you at today? Um, obviously, you know, all, all this drilling experience was at NOV. Um, where are you at today? And then I want to talk about you, uh, coming into SPE's uh, chairman role and, you know, what's going to be go- going on over there.
2: Yeah. So, so for my NOV, what I did was I think after that, the business had grown. So I moved into supply chain. Yeah. So it helped a little bit. It was, it was a l- then I realized, hey, not everything was meant for everybody. Like, you know, I don't think, I'll say, honestly, that wasn't the best role I was in, like physically, personally. Yeah. And then I went back to business school too, but I realized that I was, I was a supply chain guy, but not getting the words, you know, just like JD. I wasn't like the, the guy that was always in JD. I, that, that wasn't me. I realized that wasn't me quickly, but yeah, I enjoyed that role anyway. Did that for two years. And then from there, came back from business school and do something different. So moved to KPMG in a management consulting group, you know. And so far, it's been great. You know, I've been able to utilize my, I've learned a lot because what I realized was that my first project, d- drilling and completions was just a line on the spreadsheet anyway. Yeah. Whereas, you know, at NOV was just like, it's a whole group in that, but like, it's looking yeah. at you're looking at the balance sheet, like, hey, this is not, you know, They income can I mean, me like, hey, what you used to do back then, it was just like a number, you know? It's yeah. like, so it, it's. I've had a chance to learn about midstream, downstream, and, you know, just strategy. Yeah. Being able to think through, problem solving. So I think that helped me out a lot with that foundation to get to where I'm, you mm-hmm. know, but the technical engineering mm-hmm. thought process is, man, it's key. It's, it's, I use that all the time. What's yeah. like
0: most of the work that you do at KPMG? Like what kind of engagements?
2: So, so far it's been, it's been a variety of everything. So I've been, since I've been there, we have the super major thing through some economic modeling, right? Yeah. And being able to evaluate the assets, one of the super majors. Then from there, it's quite interesting. We helped the bank up in New York, dispersing some PPP loans, right mm. during the COVID, right. Yeah. So shout out to KPMG, man. Nobody got laid off. They kept the team together, right. Yeah. But kept us busy on that. Then I did a trading project, Held the company up in, up in the West Coast with their, uh, how do you call it, their training their trading risk assessment, trading oil, you know. Yeah. So that was like totally different out of my. Yeah. Been doing a work, I did a lot of work on the climate stuff. So yeah, offering climate accountant. So we've been working on that ESG, methane, all that tracking stuff. Yeah. And I just came off a project, helping at one of that super major thing through the digital strategy. How yeah. to effectively like roll out like a digital twin strategy globally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so it's been, it's been a diverse range of projects. Is, is
0: like energy transition kind of become, I'm sure like ESG and energy transition right. have kind of become kind of big parts of like every management consulting firm strategy kind of moving forward.
2: Yeah, man, it's, it's you know, I think it's a new word, right? It's, it's mm. like, it's, it's one of those things where everything, you got, just slap some ESG on it, it's going to be good to go. <laughs> yeah, for <now. laughs> sure. Yeah. So, you know, obviously
1: uh, you're moving into new chairman of uh, SPE Gulf Coast chapter. How do you even, like, how do you get that position? How, how does that even work? Well, you've been like involved with SPE really for a long
2: time though, right? Man, yeah, man. I, it's kind of funny, but I joined, I came in in 2012. Point, so I've been I've been super involved in it, yeah. I think it's one of the best things that I did happen in my career, honestly, yeah. And I had a chance to check the young professionals, you know. And man, at that point in time, things were great because I realized that my thing I told young professionals is, you know, and it's kind of interesting because I just crossed that young professional line, yeah. You know, it's like I think I'm like it's like 35, I think. I just yeah, you're not, sick, you're
1: not so. a young professional anymore, <laughs> yeah, man. I can't even believe that, but
2: yeah, man. But what I, what I told, you know that. It's what you put in, it's what you get out, you know, because when I came in first, I joined, you know, I was like, man, I'm not a petroleum engineer. Like I should be joining IEEE or something like that. But, and I love the industry. And it's, to me, I'm like, i have like, anytime I spend a time on the rig, right? You think about it, now we're so advanced that you can put coordinates in a, in a, in a, in a rocket and it's going to go to space. You can yeah. put, you know, a latitude long to goes to space. Yeah. You can put a latitude long the long to a bit to get to, to get to it. So to me, the whole industry has just been like a mystery to me, right? And yeah. I feel like SP gave me the platform that anything I want to know, be it artificial lift, completions, fracturing, I could go find the papers in one petrol or I could organize an SP event. Yeah. And get a subject, subject matter experts come tell me what it is. And doing that, putting my my time and effort into it, I didn't have to pay for it. Cause I was organizing yeah. it. Yeah. So that's why I joined SP initially to be able to, you know, get that technology. Hey, that knowledge impacted in me, right? And it's been phenomenal. Yeah. So and then also, you know, 2013, 14, things were great. So all these companies were, you know, trying to get the name out of there. It's happy hours. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool spot to hang out after work, you know. So all the young professionals, like you mentioned, yeah. Moji, shout out to Moji, Sid. Abhijit, all those guys, you know, we all just met, you know. So it became yeah. a family, you know. And mm-hmm, then yeah. I had a chance to organize a couple of events, conferences, you know, Energy Dot. And yeah. I think all of them literally ended up bringing a lot of money to the section. So... They see my track record and they want to work up Dan. They said, hey, you want to, I think it's time for you to do this. Like, oh, awesome. okay. So then I was like, okay, you know, sign me up. So let's see how, let's see how that's going to end up. You, know? then, yeah. you
0: also set up, didn't you set up uh, IES?
2: So yes. So, so the whole IES story was, so when I was at NOV, right? We always, you know, all, we had that entrepreneurship knack. It was me, Moji, Mikael, and Aniket, right? And we used to meet up, I think we met up two or three times at Post Oak. Okay. It's a coffee shop there. We're like, okay, you know, if, as a young professional, even if you want to think about starting a company, what do you go from there, right? So all the questions that we came up with, we realized that we didn't have the answers to that. You know, this private equity, finance, all this stuff. So we said, hey, I was then on the board. I said, hey, why don't we just start up this thing so at least we can get people in the industry to answer all these questions, right? So Moji and I, Aniket, we, and Mikel, we got together and said, okay, so we formed this thing called Entrepreneurship Cell, which got rebranded to IES. Mm. We started organizing events, the Shack Tank yeah. event, all the stuff. So so then I think Moji was, she was I think he was a weatherfoot, I think at that point in time. But, you know, we all came together and Aniket, myself, Mikel, we came together and formed e and then it went to, you became IES. So mm. we got it. So entrepreneurship is something that it's been, the whole startup environment ecosystem has been super interesting to me. You know yeah. I think? I think that's, we don't get a lot of credit, but what we do is different. You think about it. It's not, it can never be the Bay Area or like that. The, yeah, yeah. the startup environment and, and, and oil and gas is different. That's why you don't see these tech guys coming out here because they don't understand what we do.
0: Yeah. yeah. With IES, you guys did a lot of like, like workshops and presentations around, you know, how to start a startup. And it's mostly for, you know, a lot of petroleum engineers who've never really done anything, you know, so they get a lot of technical expertise, but really how do you turn that into a startup? Which I think, right. you know, we've had a lot of these guys on the podcast in the past, you know, that have been a part of SB part of IES. Right. So, I mean, that's, you guys are doing a huge part for the energy tech ecosystem and right. kind of accelerating that, that personal growth for some of these founders. This episode is brought to you by DataGration. Now we've partnered with these guys over the last probably five months so far. The reason we did is because if you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that data management is probably one of the biggest issues that we see in this industry. If you don't have a strong foundation, if you don't have clean data sets, if you don't have data that you can work with, how do you expect to really get any work done you know and so petrovisor which is the the platform the integration is built is really enabling the end user it's the engineers it's the geologists, anybody else who's crunching data to be able to do a lot more with a lot less it's really really difficult to go and hunt down data in a bunch of different data silos and spreadsheets and and paper that needs to be manually inputted these guys have already automated all of the workflows for you to make it extremely simple. It's really, really powerful. And I know they have a ton of really, really big announcements coming out soon. So we're so thankful to these guys for partnering with us over the last five months. If you really need to get your data management on lock, I would hit them up. Reach out to the guys over at DataGration or go to DataGration.com.
2: Right. And also just, you know, just even building that mentorship. Like you think about it, everybody goes to Rice Alliance with deals, right? How do you get deals apart from Rice Alliance, right? So there's an you need that with a Shack Tank event, that's another avenue you can go get people. You can go get some deals. You yeah. Know? So it's, it's, and I'm happy, I'm super excited to see that there are more avenues like that. I know you guys have an event coming up. Like there, yeah. are, more, there are more avenues like that now than when we started it. It was only yeah. Rice Alliance, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's good to see that people are built on that, you know, and yeah. say, okay, how do we get more of these events to so that companies, to so show that ideas can be turned to companies, right? Yeah. Starts, the yeah. ecosystem starts yeah.
1: maturing and yeah. growing, right? So, you know, before we started recording, you and I were talking and, um, you know, talking about the cultural shifts in the oil and gas industry. And, you know, I think Digital Walkheaders has, has, um, you know, our thesis was built on, hey, we want to change the culture in oil and gas. You know, back in 2016, I thought it was a really boring industry, didn't want to work in it. Dot tech was a lot cooler. In our Silicon defense, Valley. it
0: was, it was pretty boring, but. Yes. You know, so <laughs>
1: Silicon Valley was a lot cooler and, um, you know, you just didn't have a lot of forward thinking, um, and, and just, you know, the, the entire culture was different and things are changing and I think they're changing drastically. Right. Um, and you know, with like us millennials and generation, uh, Z coming in, you know, you got the Zoomers. Zoomers. Yeah, the Zoomers. <laughs> That's a good tab. Yeah, yeah you know, people people are expecting different things of oil and gas. And it's like, you can hear all these major, you know, you can go to listen to a panel and it's like, you'll have these major companies, you know, whether it's Shell, Chevron, Exxon, and they'll get on a panel and they'll bitch and cry about, oh, we need to attract millennial talent. And it's like, okay, well, you got you to gotta change the culture and make it fun. And you got to make it some a place where someone wants to work. Right. And I think SPE is, you know, SPE is one of the, is it the oldest organization, uh, trades organization? I, if, I think it is. Yeah. I think, yeah, it if it is, and it's one of, yeah. one of them, you know, it's yeah. the largest. Um, and you know, it plays a really important part. You know, it's even like, uh, Jake and I talked, uh, a while back at, uh, Texas A&M's SPE chapter. And it's like, even with the younger generations, that's, you know, that's the path. You you join SPE and you become part of it. You know, what do you see in terms of what the SPE is doing to change, you know, change with the times in terms of younger talent, but also with how the industry is changing too. It's like when I talk to these young kids that are, you know, about to graduate from engineering school, you know, they're scared. You're not, not just going to say scared, but worried like, Hey, what's the industry, look like you know right. is there going to be a job for me when i get out right. so how's spe thinking about those things you know about changing the culture and um just you know as the energy mix changes up
2: man SPE's done some really i feel like it's it's every organization that you think about it makes a lot makes its revenue based on events and it, it, it's been to its, its downsides during the during the yeah. pandemic right but you think about it they've done a really good job with organization. Yeah. Being able to position himself to, you know, switch into like the social media platform. So, one of my buddies, Trent Jacobs, shout out to Trent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Trent. Yeah. We had him Trent. on the podcast, but yeah. he
1: was like number three, right? You know, Trent, yeah. Trent, yeah. Trent's where I got the name frack Slap. Oh, really? Um, yeah. 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 Shout, yeah. Out,
2: shout out to Mr. Jacobs, man. <laughs> yeah, because
1: Trent, Trent was reporting and can't remember, someone was giving a technical presentation and they were talking about frack hits. Yeah. And he said that it's actually like a spectrum. Like you have like frack slaps, frack kicks. <laughs> yeah, that's where man. I got the frack slap.
0: Now man, this so. guy goes around introducing himself as frack slap. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: frack. People it's, know me. it's <laughs> become yeah. a stage name. Man, that's awesome though. Yeah, Trent, Trent, Trent's a good guy. Yeah. But you look at like people like Trent Jacobs, right? SB, he's changed the whole, the whole piece of it. Like you think about it. Before that, it was super technical, Juan Petro. Trent travels it. He writes papers and things about an industry that's never been done. So you yeah. think about it, it's, it's different. And shout out to Jason. He's coming up with all these videos. So like you think about it, he also it, right? Yeah, it, right? It might not be at that fast pace, but you think yeah. about my buddy, Stephen Forrester. You guys know who Steve is? I met him with you the other day. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah. man. He writes, he writes a lot. Okay. But you think about it, the cool thing that he's done is he shares a story of what's happened at SBE, yeah. right? And, mm. and you think about it, and with you get people like you guys, SP is doing a good job, right? We we they're trying to they're trying to remodel themselves way, anyway, right? Yeah. So being able to tell the story a something that gets a bigger audience, it's it's, it's key, right? Yeah. But the YPs have they have events coming up, right? That talking about energy transition, right? About culture, about how to position yourself, about there's a new initiative that Simeon the like the, the current chair, he's got the SP d i Yeah. Which is like a, a local committee that's going to look at you see people that, you know, I had to say, it, me or look like me or maybe I'm not, because okay, there's a whole group focus on that. How do we engage more women into this industry? How yeah. do we see people? And also like even being able to showcase and tie people that are up there, that have made it, like, you know, the VQ Hollows, like, you know, the people yeah. that have made it, you know, say, okay, how do we, Jenny, like all these people that have made it and encourage and motivate up and coming people to come in. So SP has yeah. done a good job with all this mentoring and all say, okay, we know it's it's here. The culture is different. Things got to change. But they've positioned themselves well to be able to help the, the upcoming generation. It is the a future of it. It's a si- silly car business anyway. Yeah. But if you stay in there, it's good. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a good, it's been good to me, man. It's been good to me. So, yeah. it's just being able to know when to play and know the strengths of the industry. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back up again. Mm-hmm. We can't do it with fossils. Like, it's how But how do we get out of the ground clean? Yeah. And I feel like we need that brain power to be able to do it. So, yeah. It's, it's a, there are some industries where you solve, I, I don't want to pick on anybody yet, but like you make, you make this bottle of water, it's going to be water ever. Maybe the other thing might change the packaging, right? You think about it. Yeah. But oil is like, every there's a new challenge to be able to get those hydrocarbons out of the ground. Yeah. So it's, you want to challenge an industry or a tax to do that? You better come down here. Let's get this stuff out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know? mm-hmm. one, getting molecules out of the ground yeah. is challenging, right? Yeah. But then I think the ultimate challenge is how do you do that? in a clean way. That's right. Clean up the industry right. as it is today. You know, talk about the energy transition a lot and everyone thinks it's this binary conversation where it's like, Hey, it's either oil and gas or it's renewables. And I'm like, Hey, look, how about over the next 30, 40 years, we focus on, Hey, how do we mitigate methane leaks? You know, right. how do we r- really clean up current operations? Right. Cause that'll go a long ways too. And so yeah. I think That's that the uh, lowest
0: hanging fruits as opposed to completely yeah. trying to replace fossil fuels.
1: We need lots yeah. of brain. You need yeah. lots of brain power. We need that in the yeah. best brain power to come right. in and figure that out, right? And I right. mean, oil and gas has a proven history of uh, attracting very intelligent people. I mean, oh, yeah. it's one of the most technical workforces in the world. Right. And
0: but in like, this environment, with you know how sexy tech is and how sexy, even you know, say the renewable side of the house, how do we retain yeah. that
1: talent? Yeah, why would you not want to go work at Tesla or SpaceX? Yeah. Or- <laughs> oh, but, but, but I feel like
2: it. But I feel like the new brand, like when you think about it, right? The new, the new sort of leaders are changing that maybe not the, the grand skill of things. Because the other thing that also represents the intellectual property, right? So you, you got to be careful if you're a big company. You don't want your IP out anyway. But you think about it, look at the people like EQ2, like EQ2, like EQ, too, like EQ the, the Rice Brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, was, this is a briny culture. Like, you think about it, I don't yeah. want to work there. Yeah, everyone was, yeah. Like, I don't know those guys anyway, but I hit them <laughs> on your tent. Like, I don't want to work there. So I th- when you look at it, the new brand of leaders are changing that with time. Yeah. You know? So So I think, you know, if I was a kid up at A&M, right, coming up, I'm seeing all the cool stuff they got there, yeah. sign me up, you know? So I think I think the industry's realizing that, leadership mm-hmm. is noticing that. And, you know, now when you go to most of these major companies, they have like every other Friday off. They're trying to make things work. You know, it might not be at that fast rate anyway, Yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah. You know, well, it's that baby, culture's changing. Baby you know? steps, right? Yeah, man, one, yeah, yeah. One, one break at a time, we're yeah. getting there.
1: Yeah, we'll have to... Toby will uh, be really excited to hear that you he want to go work at EQT because that's, that's what they try to like, they focus on culture, right? right. Like that's forefront for them. Here's yeah. here's
0: what nobody knows either. So whenever we were up in PA and we were shooting the content oh. for Evolve, did you see, did you see the session? Yeah, the session with those guys.
2: It's pretty
0: badass it for me to say myself. myself. Um, <laughs> but no, so we we're going to like restaurants and we're going to like other places and like everybody knows Toby up there and he's like just so adorned and highly respected because he's brought so much prosperity to the entire area. So it's not even just, not even just his, his employees. It's like all of PA in Ohio.
2: Right. And, and also like, look at like, you know, shout outs to Ryan, Ryan Dawson. Like yeah. he's built a whole company on, 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 how do you call it? On culture. Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember when Ryan started back in the day, shout outs to Ryan anyway, but the whole company is built on culture, you know? And yeah. it's kind of interesting. I mean, back to KPMG, like I got partners in there that work in energy practice and my, my boss, Dave, he drives a Tesla. You know, yeah. he can't, he can't <laughs> yeah. beat him with that. It's not, I don't think it's, it's not, I think what what we have to realize is it's not us against them. Yeah. Yep. It's about how do we come together to solve the, the problem? And yeah. I think that's where we, as an industry, also need to do a lot of work there. You know? yeah. 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 I mean, we've realized that digital
1: wildcatters, that that's an obligation for us is to bridge both sides. You know, right. we have an interest in technology, not just oil and gas technology, but you know, whether that's distributed energy or geothermal right. or whatever it may be, how do you bridge that gap? And, you know, I think a lot of times people pay attention to the extremes, right? And so if you were to map out the energy industry on a distribution curve, it's like, you know, over on the left-hand side, you'll have your your old sore heads and oil and gas. And oh. say renewables are a scam and climate change isn't real. Okay. You come onto the other side of the curve and you have uh, your idealists that's, that they just hate you if you ever worked in oil and gas they think you're the devil and okay they're not reasonable but it's the 95 percent of people in right. the middle there's there's so much to leverage you know if you're working on climate tech i talked to these founders you know they're up in new york Boston, california and all these companies are talking about like, yeah you know we want to have an office in houston we want to leverage the technical talent that's there right. in houston and so boom that bridge needs to be made right or um you know using these new technologies say hey how can this be applied to oil and gas to make it more cleaner and so it doesn't do any good to have this bickering and this you know head-on fight from both sides but also i don't necessarily think that it's like it's the extremes you hear about the extremes but from my personal experience it's yeah. you know it's more of a um you know educational barrier right and i think that I think that oil and gas has a really big problem with that and, um, you know, really uh, just kind of getting the story of all the great people in this industry and the great work that we, that oil and gas does. I mean, it power, like there's no mistake about it. There's a direct correlation between GDP growth and access to cheap um, energy through oil and gas. So I think that, um, you know, I think that that collision of both sides is a lot more peaceful than people make it out to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know there's a lot of cool stuff there in the middle that's happening for
2: sure, right, and I think one thing that a lot of people don't even realize is man, let's look at the major markets and the role the fossil plays in the major markets. I don't think we look at that yeah critically, but like yeah, <laughs> like it's look at look at latin america, Africa, you know like it's and it, it's great that you know we talk about hydrogen all this stuff it's it's great, I'm not you know I'm all for that, but yeah. at the same time, these economies like rely the g like relies on oil you <laughs> so. Yeah. So being able to replace that gonna take a while, you know. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not. I get with all these like you know twenty fifty goals, and I don't know if you guys saw the IEA report. It's kind of interesting to read, but yeah, super like,
1: interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's
2: it's like so I see all these like you know, very good progressive. You know how do you call it? Land landmarks to say okay, we're gonna yeah. get there. But the question is, how how are we gonna bring these guys along? You know, imagine markets like you know like the imagine economies. I like guess yeah. are you gonna be able to, you know, take the economies off fossil? Like, yeah. you know, like it's, and, and I think that's going to be a challenge going on, you know? Yeah. So, so I'm all for the same amount of capital that we think we can be able to, you know, we should also look at how can we clean this and make it a little bit better, you know, yeah. instead of like, just like focusing everything on that and spend a lot of time just bickering and saying, Hey, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah. How do we meet in the middle and get this thing fixed? Yeah. Right. So that, that, yeah. And so, I think culture, I think, sorry, but I think culture will play a key role in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think yeah. culture's everything. Yeah. I think culture's everything. I agree with you on that.
1: So, coming up on the tail end of the, of this podcast, you know, one thing I want to ask you is, you know, what do you want to accomplish yeah, coming in as the chairman of the, the Gulf Coast chapter of SPE, you know, what are you what are you trying to do? he's like, "I'm here to fuck shit up, man." <laughs> nah.
2: Yeah, man, I think I think I got like two or three goals, man. First goal is I want to make sure that I bring, I bring you guys whatever whatever whatever, whatever beef we have got to squash it
1: digital yeah. wildcatters
2: SQ, yeah, coming
1: together here we
2: got to get, get a brotherly hug, you know <laughs> yeah. kumbaya let's make things happen you know so that's the first one. Second is our you know still work on technical content yeah how do we disseminate that how do we see synergies between us and renewables yeah. right and also mike my, my main thing is the the climate climate change want to be able to embrace it yeah I, I think i think it's here to stay you know yeah. and we can we can Keep a close eye because that's where the dollars are going. Yeah, you go to you go to all these like how do you call it, asset managers in Boston, and you know they're like Gen Zs, and they don't they don't care. They're like, hey, is this ESG. Is this is where the laws are going to go. So yeah, we need to make sure we position ourselves that in the next couple of years when these when these things are this cars are hitting the road, you're we to be ready to be able to embrace it. Yeah. So I know Simeons, he was a past year anyway. His main thing was the the like, hey, he came up with the diversity inclusion piece, which was great. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good, looking at the current climate, I think it's a good way to, you know, position it. Yeah. But one of the key things I want to do is the climate part of it. I don't, how do we encompass them? and Be yeah. part of what we do, right? Yeah. And, and help build that solid culture to yeah. be able to keep this industry going.
1: Well, got to say, man, y'all got Frack Slaps approval. SPE did good getting <laughs> in there. I think I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to do some things with you guys, too. Let's make it and happen. You know, I think uh, you, you talk about changing the culture in the industry. I mean, it's a big effort, right? And it's got to be all hands on deck. So, um, you know,
0: mm-hmm. really excited
1: to you know see that uh, you're passionate about that as well.
0: Yeah, excited to work with you guys. I mean, you invited us to to work with you guys on SPEs IES coming uh, yes. out. So super stoked
1: about that. So where can people find you online? Uh, are you on LinkedIn?
2: Man, I'm on LinkedIn, man. It's, LinkedIn, all right. I think cool. you, I think you type in me in Houston has gotta be one. I'm one of the few people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, unique, yeah. right? Normal yeah, no online, man, so. but yeah, you can find me anywhere. Just laid back, easy going. You know, awesome,
0: well, man. sounds like everybody already knows you.
2: Nah, yeah, you already know everyone. So,
1: well, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming
2: on, man, and taking the time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me over, man. this is great. Yeah. Absolutely
0: all right guys take two seconds uh share this with everybody at your company just do forward all and we'll catch you in the next episode